0: Hi, listeners. I'm Debbie, and I am with The Greatest Hype Girls, also known as GHG. So The Greatest Hype Girls is a dynamic and inclusive group of women with diverse backgrounds and experiences joined to empower each other to achieve their full potential. Um, We hype each other up through podcasts and pop-ups. We are a network of empowered and positive hype girls. I have found um, I founded this organization because I found that it was really difficult to find one spot to access different types of women. Um, I realized that, you know, for certain activities, you had to go to um, one Facebook group or you had to go to, uh, I don't know, one foundation, one organization. And I thought, um, what better than to just be inclusive, not just Latinas or not just you know a certain sexuality or whatever uh just everyone is included and the 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 real the there there are five topics that I really really want to be able to constantly cover that I think as women, after asking friends um always want to know and share, and one is health, all kinds of health mental health physical health um relationships, whether it be relationships with family, colleagues, um, even with ourselves. Um, financial savviness is a very, very big one that um, I have realized that so many of us could um, could grow with this kind of information. Um, leadership, leadership, whether it be in, at work, in your household, I mean, something simple as how to ask for a raise so that many of us have never been taught that or how to feel confident enough uh, billing correctly or uh, growing your business. Um, And then ultimately lifestyle, which includes from fashion tips to travel tips to, I don't know, uh, fun stuff like camping, dating, whatever. Um, But I'd like to I'd like to see um, a, this group grow uh, with women that bring some to the, something to the table mm-hmm. and take something as well. Um, and today is our very first uh, podcast and I'm really really excited to have two amazing guests. Um, I felt it was vital and necessary to start this podcast with someone from Flatwater um, And Becky Morales is the chief mission officer at Flatwater. Pretty much what they do is they provide therapy in the wake of cancer. Um, It's personal to me because I am a breast cancer survivor twice over. Um, I was diagnosed in 2017 uh, while I was in San Antonio. And um, from 2017 to 2022, after treatment and everything else. I think the most difficult thing was the angst, uh, created, or that you feel of, um, the biggest that I personally felt was, um, it coming back, the fear of it coming back and something that I learned later was called survivor's guilt. Why am I here? And why did she pass away? Um, I get a little choked up about this and and there was no and i remember the first time thinking i wish when i got diagnosed it would also give me a therapist i have all these doctors but i don't have anyone to deal with what i deal with in my head when i go home um then i moved to austin i, I you know i get diagnosed a second time on my five-year um checkup and i realized that I'm just not doing well like the anxiety has gone up just driving as I drove closer to the hospitals or the doctors offices my anxiety level would go up for me it manifested in anger so I was really not a nice patient um I wasn't trying to be mean it was just I didn't know how to cope and I think that um, at, at uh, Texas oncology my my oncologist's office uh Travis Cox state they, they had a um, they had someone there that was able to connect me with Flatwater. I had no idea what it was. And it was a very instant move. It was a phone call. And it was, I, I believe there wasn't even a document. They just asked me a few questions. And they said, okay, here, choose from from these therapists," And that was it. And I believe since February of 2023, I have had... The great fortune of benefiting from the um, the therapist that I was connected with through Flatwater, and I am forever grateful. And I think um, I think for two reasons, Flatwater should be shared over and over again. One, for those of us that don't know that this help is out there, and two, for those of us that are really looking for a good cause to give back. Um, it's it's what helps make us sane and make it through the days, the roughest ones. Um, So from the core of my being, thank you for existing. Um, Becky, can you just thank you and can you tell us about yourself and um, Flatwater, how it started, um, where you're at now, just welcome.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's a real honor to be able to join you. And um, thank you for sharing your, your story. Um, as you mentioned, my name is Becky Morales. I have the great fortune of um, working uh, with a wonderful organization, an Austin area organization called Flatwater. Um, we are a nonprofit that exists to provide access to mental health therapy uh, services to people that are impacted by a cancer diagnosis. So we we have a service area of about 10 counties. And if you have been directly impacted by cancer, if uh, meaning you received the diagnosis yourself at some point in time, if you've been indirectly impacted by cancer, meaning you are a loved one, a partner, a child, a coworker, a faith community member, et cetera, you've been impacted by a cancer diagnosis in some way and you're wanting some support around that, around kind of processing and moving through that experience of, of dealing with cancer yourself or knowing and having a loved one who is dealing with the disease. Um, reach out to us. We are focused on connecting people with therapists um, that we collaborate with who wouldn't otherwise have access um, to these services. And, Deb, as you mentioned, um, there's so much that comes along with a cancer diagnosis, as you as you know firsthand. And there's so much cost involved. Um, you know, medical expenses. You know, you may people may not be able to work for for varying um, lengths of time, and oftentimes that means that something's going to get neglected, just not because somebody wants to, but really because it's an additional expense of of paying to see a therapist that. Okay as much as somebody wants to do that, it just may be not possible. And we know how important, um, we're firm believers in the importance of mental health and and recognizing that cost can easily become a barrier. And, and we don't want that to be the case for someone. Um, so that's where reaching out to us, we try to make the process as simple as possible, and just getting, getting folks connected with therapists in our community. And uh, so it's, I have the great Honor of being able to get up and do this work every single day. It's, it's a great privilege for me and it's largely born out of my um, personal uh, connection to cancer as well and, and someone whose family has greatly been impacted by the disease. And so I have had many loved ones in my um, immediate as well as extended family that have been impacted by the disease and, and to be able to um, support this work in, in what we do at Flatwater is just, just a great honor for me.
0: Thank you so much. So, again, uh, greatest hype girls, hyping women up, hyping each other up. Um, I was I was fortunate enough to have a to have a strong family to support me, but I also had good friends and even strangers through social media. I would receive blankets. I'd receive like little bath salts, like things, and it's like, what I wonder. That is so kind that somebody would do that for me, um, and you learn that people are are just inherently good, and you feel it like you just know from from far away. Someone's while they're ordering that Amazon that blanket on Amazon, or they you you just you know that that they're wishing you well, and you and it's palpable, right? Um, so with breast cancer, and and I'm I'm only not that any of other, the other cancers don't matter, but in my personal experience, it was breast cancer. Um, what I did notice was, um, well, not what I know, but what happened was um, a bilateral mastectomy, a reconstruction, um, chemotherapy, and then five years of tamoxifen. And then after that, with a second diagnosis, it was one lumpectomy, and that wasn't enough. Um, the margins were not clear. So there was a second lumpectomy. After that, a radical hysterectomy. Um, soon after that, chemotherapy again. And this time, radiation. In a span of a year and a half. Um, and what it does is it makes the way your body look change. Like just completely. And, you know, but it's still... A reconstruction and you still are scarred and a hysterectomy you, you still have scars and radiation I still have burn marks and it's it's um uh and then again it's a it's a mind game you wake up and you look at yourself and you're like god look like scar here I have this burn here from the chemo Like god I'm just all patched up and then you're like no 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 don't, like, don't feel guilty, you're here, you're here, other people are not here, why are you beating yourself? And this terrible, like, internal fight, and you're like, oh, don't take a, like, I need to wear these pants to go all the way up here so you can't see the scar from here, and I need to make sure, that's... and it is an, it doesn't go away. And so through, through camaraderie and friendship um, and, and connecting, you realize you're not alone and again it doesn't necessarily have to be breast cancer it could be an accident it could be an emotional um scar that someone left you whether in, you were in a damaging relationship that they told you you were ugly you were fat you were this you were that in and there's nothing better than another woman to hype you up and mm-hmm. say no you're not look at you you're amazing mm-hmm. look at you and i i really i, I learned this uh, when my daughter got married about a year and a half ago, and while she was getting dressed, like all of her bridesmaids were really close friends of hers. And every five seconds, I noticed that one would tell the other, like, oh my God, you're a dream boat. <laughs> a dreamboat, that's a good word. Like, really, do you think, yeah, look at you. And then one would tell the other like, why are you such a supermodel? But with <laughs> conviction, you know, like they weren't joking. They were serious. Like, you have the most amazing smile. You're like the Colgate girl, really. And then you're like, I wish I had friends that would tell me that I'm a Colgate girl, you know? And it's, uh, it's a, it's the positive energy that you felt. And I thought, they're just messing around, right? They're just playing. But they weren't. They weren't. That's really how, how they lived. They lived... And I feel that this is probably how they hype each other up on a daily. And, and they live in a beautiful little world where it's so cool. And, and I just, the word hype just stayed with me. So anything they do, like you're wearing a skirt. oh, I feel like this is too short. Uh uh you look like a Barbie. You're a Barbie. Look at you, you're a Barbie. And then you leave, you're like, oh yeah, yeah I'm Barbie. So I want to share that Alongside with you is another super great hype girl. Um, Sitting next to me is is Valentina. Valentina McGregor is an amazing photographer. And um, another hype girl. I met her through Women of Austin. And what's cool about Valentina, or what I thought could bring us together with the podcast and pop-up, is to create a pop-up where we do... um, why don't you take it from here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and this is Valentina McGregor. Thank you. So yeah, I I know when you reached out to me and you told me what you wanted to do and what you'd been through. And we, I loved the idea of creating an event with you that we can ultimately be each other's hype girls. And I am a portrait photographer, but I specialize in women's uh, photography through Boudoir, maternity, and so that is part of my job. Um, and so for me, the idea of bringing, in, having an event where we can invite or we can have women come in, um, and it's for a much reduced price than we would, than I would ever shoot a boudoir. Right. And we do it, you know, overlapping. So they we have they have a private space, but we have an area that they can mingle in my studio and they can literally do exactly what you're talking about, where they can just hype each other up and tell each other how gorgeous, well, one's yeah. getting their makeup on, others are having drinks in the front, and, and it just be this incredible event of body positivity and self-love and all of the things that you're describing that even if you haven't been through cancer, every woman struggles with, with aging, with our bodies changing, when we have children, with all of the insecurities. Gravity. and. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, not to mention that, but <laughs> but I think that I just was so excited to be a part of it. And then, you know, we were trying to figure out how we would kind of manage it. And then she mentioned Flatwater and wanting to give 20% of the proceeds. And that was like the sealing the deal. That was, was when she said, I'll do it and yep, then I'll reduce done. my rate and I'll give them 20%. Absolutely. Because I was like, okay, that is an incredible, to me, the idea of, Having a family member, my husband's mom passed away of um, pancreatic cancer when she was only 42. And the idea of not only for the patient, but for the family to be able to have that kind of support in therapy, it, it's invaluable. Like you just can't put a price on it, but it's so expensive. And so the fact that you guys you know, have that ability to come in and take that burden away, but still have them receive great services, that's just amazing so yeah I was in I was like yeah yeah
0: thank you I did I did notice there was a turn I mean I was trying to pitch it to her and then there was a change in tone and a turn of of like just I mean she had pretty much agreed to it but then when I said no really but but the but I really want to give proceeds to Flatwater and that's when she's like done done deal
2: yeah and um I will I will do a a mini quickie, yeah, we're we're calling it. It's going to be a boudoir quickie. We're calling it. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So clients can come in. People can come in, do forty-five minutes of hair, of makeup, professional makeup, and forty-five minutes of boudoir shooting, and they get pictures included in their uh, fee, and then twenty percent goes to Flatwater. So we're excited to have this event. Okay. Um, tell me, I just.
0: It's it's to me, it sounds like fun, uh, go. I saw this studio yesterday. It's really amazing. Um, go hang out with a bunch of women, sit there and just kind of wait till for the makeup. There's a makeup station. So you get to sit there and then they do your makeup professionally. You um, know, the ph- photography happens behind a, a curtain or behind mm-hmm. a wall. Yep. Um, and then you just kind of mingle with others and chit chat. Um, again, it's very communal. And, but where is the, give me the, can you explain what the intrinsic values, I mean, we just talked about people, like women, like, I know, because I just, I need to lose. I said it yesterday. Actually, yeah, Yeah. like if I could just lose seven more pounds, I think I would be ready for this. (laughs) And also, like, I don't have a boyfriend, who am I gonna give the pictures to? I don't have a husband, nothing. Like, yeah, what am I just gonna like take a picture of myself with my shoulders sticking out? Look at it, like, what, why, why would I do that? (laughs) Tell me, what,
2: how is this such an amazing gift, even if it's just to yourself? You know, I think, well, what I've realized. From being a woman and photographing and working with women for the last decade, is that we're very we're attracted to beauty. Women just are. We're just attracted. You walk into a restaurant, you might be in the middle of your dinner, and a beautiful woman, a beautiful child, or a beautiful man walks in, and we just notice. Um, we, you know, if we're out and about and see a flower, or a beautiful sunset, we stop and notice these things. Sure. Men are mu- much less likely to notice <laughs> these things. And so in that same way, we, I think we look at ourselves, like we look at our own beauty and often nitpick and pick, a, pick ourselves apart. And I watch women come into my studio and see their pictures and often the first thing they do is they start picking themselves apart. And for me, the value in doing this is that I personally did it. So I had to pay, I paid another photographer and I did a boudoir photo shoot and I never knew how healing it would be. Um, I had just gone through a year of a really difficult time with my oldest child, that they were just in a very bad place mentally and we're doing therapy and all of the things. And so for, for me, it was just like this kind of, okay, I need a reset for myself, and I invested in this incredible photo shoot. And it was like, as soon as I had had the experience, before I'd even seen the pictures, I instantly felt beautiful, I felt empowered, I felt strong, I felt like myself again. And I think like that's the beauty. You know, we're attracted to beauty, you know, kind of tying it all together. We are attracted to beauty, but the reason for that is because that's our power. Like, in a lot of ways when we feel beautiful, we've all and I'm not talking about the social, the societal norm of beauty of like being a Barbie or you yeah. know, like looking like that. I'm talking about when you yourself in your body feel beautiful because you did something bought a pretty dress or you know put your makeup on or and you feel beautiful you're wearing like a delicious perfume yeah yeah. and we walk out and we feel like we can do anything look we've all been there where we're like oh like you walk in a room and you're like okay i got like i'm magnetic a little bit right and that's the feeling that i want women to feel in my studio and i want them to then be able to have these pictures that they can look back on and feel that again every single time they look at sure. these pictures. That's the power. Sure,
0: I like it. Yeah. I think I could do it, and maybe you should do it, and maybe just <laughs> you should do it.
2: No, nothing. Um, you let me do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I mean, it's it's one of those that you're like, oh, am I too old? Or like, I don't think there's such a thing no. as um, yeah. being too old, and I. I the work that you do is is amazing. Thank um, you.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely focus on, the, every every session is different. Every person's comfort level is different. So I'm gonna go with that person's comfort level and, sure. uh, but the beauty of hiring a professional photographer and doing something like this with a photographer um, is that that person is actually trained to only take, or I'm trained for sure, to only take pictures from your best angles, to only, you know, to find the best lighting, to, yeah. um, and so those are angles that you never get to see yourself. So you don't know how good yeah. you look, you know, right. you don't know how I good a butt looks in that angle. At my, or.
0: The back of my shoulder <laughs> or, yeah, I don't know about you, Becky, but all I see is like this. And I, I don't even know if I have a long
2: mirror at home, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's so that's, you know, you get to see yourself from all these different professional, like, level angles and lighting and everything. So you see the best of you.
0: Becky, have you ever done one? Yeah, I have not. Um, what has- and I
2: found myself as as y'all were
1: talking, I found myself thinking of some of the same things that you were just mentioning, Deb, like, I could never do that. Or like, why would I do this? Who's going to see this kind of thing? Um, and at the same time, I think I'm reminded kind of what Valentina was, was speaking to is that there's a lot of things that we bump into in life right that you I find myself saying like I could never do this or right. definitely not me somebody else could do that but not me and um it seems like it's a great opportunity to be reminded of of the beauty that we we do yeah. absolutely have within that sometimes you know it's kind of your crown gets tilted a little bit oh, right? yeah um, and that's just what being able to be for. reminded being reminded of that and feeling empowered as, as, you know, as a woman, as a person, you know, just that, you know, that sounds incredible to be able to be reminded would you of that do it if scary? your
0: best friend went with you. I think that would be totally fun. Right. Like if, you, if you and your best friend were like, look, let's invest in this. Let's do it. Any 20% is going back to Flatwater. Like it's a good, it's a good thing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going it to be
1: fun. And you can hype each other right, up, right?
0: Yeah, like we're talking about. Yeah. Like, that, like we all need that cheerleader. Like, you yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, don't, I wish I had brought my pearl necklace. Could I borrow yours? Yeah, or, yeah. You know what? I, I thought I would look good in a white shirt, but maybe I want to do a man's ties. Whatever. That's, yeah. where, that's where all the community occurs Absolutely. In, in, that, in that space, yeah. you know, where the mimosas are. But <laughs> the mimosas and the, and the music and the, the yeah. mimosas, the dancing, <laughs> the music, um, I can feel it. I'm I'm hyped already for it. Um, okay. I have one question for you. Um, Becky, what is one question you wish I had asked, but I didn't? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe,
1: like, what, what are things like maybe as... Uh, As a woman, maybe how I, you know, what I tap into when I'm having a not so good day, or when I need to be reminded of my, you know, power and strength and what says we've been talking about, right? Like just
0: okay. um, So what gives you animo? What What gives you animo?
1: I think if I can, um, I think probably like a lot of people, things can always feel like there's never enough hours in the day, right? And it always feels like there's a lot of things undone or, or things I haven't been able to accomplish. I think when I can catch myself, and sometimes I'm blessed to have some just amazing friends um, and loved ones that can remind me to slow down if needed. But just when I can pause and I think kind of, you know, smell the roses, right? And really kind a of. What does pause look like for you? I think having time that is unstructured,
0: like, giving do you my, go to sp- a movie? myself Do you just yeah, go home not moving, and chill? there being
1: no I'm a big music person, but like just having music off, no TV in the background, nobody that I'm texting with yes, or anything, like just Really um, just tuning in, I think, to my surroundings, to my body, just giving me a sense of, of I think that reminder of there are th- bigger things, right, besides me, yeah. um, just in life. And, and I think that when I can stop to do that is, is really powerful. Um, when i can stop and listen to my voice within that i know is there that that webpa that strength yeah. that power that sometimes the volume gets turned down on i think if i can pause and stop and just listen um that's i think what i find tends to to be helpful for me and just keeping me going the the trick is finding the space and giving myself
0: that we that have quiet it we solitude. have it we just and and again we have it and and i think it's it's you know, it's part of things that we, we, we would discuss in this organization. It's how to demand it and, and how to get there to, to recharge. Um, because a lot of people rely on us, believe it or not. And um, we can't function until we're all reset. Um, yeah,
2: I, I think I think for me, like the beginning of the year is such a great time to kind of reset that self-love button to be like, mm-hmm. okay, what do I want this year? What are the, th- and start blocking things out. For me, it's blocking out my calendar, like what you were saying mm-hmm. a little bit. That's huge because when you start blocking out, you know, whether it's vacation time or just thinking time or, you know, time to go to yoga or whatever, right. and Then that's, that's when then you're like, okay, and it just fills your cup, and then, and then you can do so much more. Right as women we're so guilty of doing everything for everybody and then putting ourselves like at the very bottom of the list. You know, I think I did that. I mean, no, I know I did that at the beginning of this year. I real, I literally
0: went and bought like a wall calendar and and I, I started to do like, even if it was day by day or, you know, but Mm -hmm. I didn't like do like a whole month, like a year long thing, but yeah just like on these days this is this is what i'm doing and yeah. on these days i'm not doing the same and i think yeah you're absolutely mm-hmm. right so now to you valentina okay. um what's a
2: question that you wish i had asked you but i didn't ask okay probably just kind of how i got here in terms of what i do and um Oh yeah. And where I see it going, I guess. Like, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, But I I think, yeah, I think for, so I can, I can answer that if you want. Yes. (laughs) So I, um, I started, I studied fashion design in Milan and in Italy for three years. And then I came back and worked in product development for a company that was like a fitness apparel company. And I was in charge, you know, because it was a smaller company. We worked from like, beginning to end. And so a lot, part of it was the photo shoot of the product and putting it on the website. And so that's when I realized, wait, I love that part. So I yeah. dove into photography. This was like 17 years ago. Um, and so I dove into photography and, uh, and then I quickly realized, okay, I did everything from like photographing, chasing children in parks and, you know, and then moved into studio photography and I was photographing women primarily, but it was just normal portraits. And then I went, like I spoke about a little bit, that hard year, and um, I was going to Italy again for a workshop, photography workshop, that I had signed up with. And I reached out to a photographer and that I really admired that I wanted to work with. And she had done a workshop with her as well. So. And it turned out she would photograph me, and I did that boudoir photo shoot. And it was like a soft boudoir. It's what I call now a soft boudoir. But it was the most empowering thing. And I came back, I was like, that's all I want to do now. Like, just that feeling of, like, how I felt after that without even seeing the pictures. So I was, yeah, I was hooked. And so now that's primarily what I work with. A lot of branding, and but I work with a lot of women as well that, just and you do an do amazing, job. beautiful, and there it's more of an artistic. For, you know, I'm trying to capture your beauty and your strength, not exploit. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like we're not. It's it's a different kind of boudoir, right. so it's. Um, I think it's much more. It's a little bit more artistic, and it, but I love it. Um, yeah. yeah, and now like I feel like that has kind of led the way into now. A lot of what I'm helping women like I help to talk to women about their next level with regards to their businesses a lot because a lot of women that come to me are entrepreneurs so it's kind of exciting to see where this right but yeah
0: right i love it i love it um and such a beautiful job she's got portraits of all over her studio and it's just amazing so wait
2: um deb i thought it would be fun for you to answer the same question. Like if you were on a podcast and you were being kind of, you were speaking about this new venture and the Greatest Hype Girls, what was? A, what would be a question that you would want to be asked?
0: Oh, What would be a question that I would want to be asked? Wow, now I know what it feels like <laughs> to be on the hot seat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think I'd want to be asked like, why this, yeah. like, why the greatest why the greatest type girls why not latina girls or cancer girls or you know yeah why why the greatest like why the biggest yeah uh, you know yeah. i think i would want to be asked like what compelled you what does- i was actually asked that yesterday by a guy and i was like nah, nah i'm not gonna answer so <laughs> tell us why <laughs> oh, yeah. um, because, because I myself was looking for that community. I in raising my, do- I was married young and divorced young, mm-hmm. and um, moved to San Antonio from my hometown, Laredo, Texas. And I was alone, um, and and I was, but but I knew that I had to create um, a village, and I did, and it was so helpful. Um, I think my kids are, are great people because of it, um, and so I knew. That community was how I've survived. When it would be uh, unrealistic for me to say, "Oh, I, I was a single parent." Yeah, I was like alone, single, but like my neighbors helped and everyone else helped. And then there was also community in so many other aspects of of my life. Um, when I got sick, uh, there was there was community. Um, when I, the first time when I when I decided to travel and just be a vagabond there was i mean there were moments where i just did zany things but there was always a community and i come i felt like how how cool would it be if they could all just be in one like you could just be in one place Mm -hmm. because i get confused now and um i don't know if it's age or like chemo like brain fog but i get confused like wait are these the atx girls like Women of Austin, like the Latinas over here, the chim- There's just, they're all over the place. Like, who was the girl, the one with the side hustle ideas? And like, how cool would it be if we could just do it to where everybody could just be in one spot? Mm-hmm. Um, and even speaking to our producer, I, I we started with middle-aged women. That's what I wanted to do. And I was like, nah, because I'm friends with young girls too, and they're awesome, you know? Or like, I love my daughters and their friends. I have so many younger friends. And they bring so much insight. And I don't want to, like, I want everyone. And I want it to be super inclusive of everyone, of whatever. And, and so that is, that is what compelled me to yeah. make it, like, not just any hype girl, but the I best one. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Before we sign off. Okay. Uh I have a don't few. Be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> these are fun. Okay. <laughs> Becky. Uh, okay. So I think I want to do this after at the end of every episode. Um yeah. Becky, would you rather? No, I don't even know if you're married or dating, but let's just pretend like you're dating. Would you <laughs> rather go on a date with someone that you saw? did not wash their hands after using the bathroom or someone who brought their mom to the date? <laughs> oh,
1: um, I am going to have to go with the, so would I rather I would, out of those two options, I would have to go with the one who brought mom along. Really? Yes. With a conversation, of
0: course, right about really, because how- <laughs> like, this what if you could just the do to hand sanitizer. <laughs> I Maybe He it. meant to use hand sanitizer. No, I'm with her. Yeah, I think gotta, she's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, y'all. Like, just because that's germs. the mama's boy right there. That lady's like, like, but anywhere. also, but
2: also, fast forwards the date like tw- for the twentieth date. Like, you're meeting the mom. You know what's ahead. Like, you know any issues? is, Yeah, it's all gonna come up. No, in that I'm. I'm. I would be like. <laughs>
0: Then, hand, hand, hand sanitizer. Are you, like, keeper or? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I still no. would
1: need, like, legit 20, 20 seconds with some hot water and, like,
0: <laughs>
2: this dials. Man.
1: So a couple that of has- pumps of dial soap to be okay.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough, fair oh, enough. Yeah. Y'all y'all are on the same That's side. I, I would just say, like, give a guy hand sanitizer and just be like, I'm a little OCD and <laughs> over having them on there. I don't know. I My would nerves? die of nerves if. Some guy brought his mom I
2: would just die, well, Girl, I'd interview her. I'd be like, all right, I want to know all What if she things. interviewed you? <laughs> <laughs> it just depends who takes control first. <laughs> right? Right? Uh,
0: okay, funny. so Valentina. Oh my gosh. Okay, this one. <laughs> I know you're married. Uh-huh. But we're just gonna pretend you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather uh-huh. go on a date with a guy that shows up late or a guy that doesn't pick up the bill? Like okay. the, like yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm like going to go with the guy that's like late. Because full disclosure, I'm notoriously late always, so I'll feel less bad cuz I might be showing up at the same time as him. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with the late. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: um me too because I would be like, ooh, why are you making Not me late?" Yeah. <laughs>
2: Like, i mean it's one thing my life
0: is gonna look like
2: yeah yeah exactly you. yeah my husband always says that one of the things he liked when we went on a, one of our first dates is that i offered to pay i'm like i mean i just probably like pulled out my wallet like like, like fake like, you're pretend, pretend. not supposed to like, do that right, i saw <laughs>
0: that on a dating tip lady oh really oh, yeah, well apparently pretend. it
2: worked for him 21 years later which by the way dad do you know i have to tell a story, becky, the story becky you're not gonna story. believe this I story mean, this one <laughs> Thank you for no. real. <laughs> this is a crazy story. Um, of okay, so her and I get connected, um, and uh, and we because I go on Facebook on, on my f- Facebook page and I'm like, I need a
0: female photographer, right. That can
2: shoot at the end of January. Right? So one of the people that recommends her, anyways, she, So we were talking on the phone and she's like, Oh, and this person told me about you, and I'm like, Wait, how do you know her? I'm like, She's my. Anyways, my sister was married to her, her, her brother. So I was like, wait, how do you know her? And she's like, oh, she's one of my best friends. She was one of my best friends in Santa Antonio. And she's like, yeah, I even went to a wedding with her in San Miguel. with like It was an Argentinian and a Scottish guy. And I was like, that was my wedding. <gasps> she went oh to my, my wedding yes. 21 years I ago. Was, I was like, wait, oh you're the gosh. one. And I go, <laughs> I know your story. I go there,
0: you all got this, this the bagpiper from Mexico City and he played down the streets of San Miguel uh-huh. and it was I still say that was next to my daughter she also got married oh. in San Miguel she um it was one of the most beautiful weddings that I had ever been to That's I incredible. was like so at the, I was like at the end of the night your, your parents started dancing tango uh-huh. and then then his family taught us gi- the, like did, like
2: the Scottish and we yeah. did it
0: and it was so much fun. And she's dance,
2: like, yeah. Jeb, are you serious? I was like, I, was, I swear is, I was at your wedding. It's so crazy. So <laughs> and then, then I went downstairs, does? immediately pulled out the wedding pictures, and I found her. I was like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. in my wedding pictures. And you know so, what? Well, I was you have to like post it on I was so
0: hungry, <laughs> trying to catch that that bouquet. <laughs> like, you could totally see me. And as as you can see...
2: No, hello. No, Hello. No. <laughs> That's it, didn't, it did so, not It did not so crazy. Small world, right? Yeah, it, it is, is such a small world. world. Yeah. I posted yeah. about it on my Instagram. I, know, I couldn't believe. And I got so many comments of people saying, like, oh, my God, crazy thing like that sort of happened to me. And all these stories of, like, I, I just think whether it's the universe or endipity or God thing, like, I just think we were meant to be connected. Yeah. So this is, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, ladies, you guys are amazing. This Thank you, you so much. Um... I know this is gonna be a great success. Becky, I, I cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your workday for us. Mm-hmm. And I cannot Absolutely. I cannot thank Flatwater enough for what you have done. I would not be here sitting in this chair with the courage to get out of my bed and like do life, but not for Flatwater. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> Letting me join in the start of this journey for you, Deb. And thanks for, you know, cultivating something that um, I imagine will be incredibly successful and empowering for a lot of women out there.
2: Thanks. Becky, I have a question. Where can people find you or your services or information?
1: Absolutely. Folks can navigate over to our website. is flatwater.org. (laughs) Flatwater.org. Um, you can find information there about how to volunteer if you're interested, um, about upcoming events. And also if you're in need of our services, just navigate over to the get care, uh, tab on our website and, um, you can fill out a quick little, uh, intake form and we will be happy to get in touch with you and, and kind of talk through potential options for services.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And Valentina, can you tell us where to find you if we like some someone on here just doesn't want to they maybe they do the boudoir shoot but they also want to
2: yeah, get yeah, headshots or yeah so um i do branding headshots and boudoir maternity or any kind of portrait for women and i am on valentina.portraiture on instagram is where probably you'll find me the most the most active and valentina portraiture dot uh, com online and we are going to post the link to the event right and um we'll be doing that on instagram both on the greatest hype girls instagram yeah and then on my instagram as well hoping so you guys- that Flatwater would mm-hmm. be willing to do so also yeah. um
0: the way it's going to work is we we are limited with slots so we have an in- Eventbrite where you pay for your slot and then there's the separate um, then you get to, cho- you get forwarded to choose your time slot and your day. We're probably going to run Saturday, Friday and Saturday, yeah. Today um, is to, is to run the photo shoots. Yeah. Um, and so that is where you would kind of sign up for your, for yeah. your shoot.
2: Yeah. And it's great because the way you're doing it is like, they'll get their membership with the greatest hype girls right. and then come to the event as well. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, two for one.
0: Okay. Thank you so much, awesome. Becky. It was great thank to meet you. you. Thank
2: you.
1: Yes, great to meet you. All.